Good morning. Waking you up every morning. Get up. Get the F up. It's Tucker and Mora. Man, pretty crazy. At one moment, you're going about your day. Next minute, you're rushing to the hospital. Then shortly after that, uh, your wife's headed for emergency surgery. What happened to you this week literally made me turn to my husband yesterday and say, you know, if you don't have your health, you have nothing. Oh, my God. And how quickly it can be pulled away from you. Yes. You know, for something that you knew nothing about in the first place. It's not like you were headed there anyway. You know, you knew it was coming. Yeah. And you were planning for it. Totally blindsided. Totally blindsided. By something, maybe, you know, an underlying issue that we weren't aware of. Um, I'm playing Call of Duty. I'm in the basement of my house. My wife doesn't even know if I'm home or not (laughs) on Tuesday. And I get this text saying, hey, I'm in the bedroom in pain. Can you come up if you're home? And Uh I'm like, oh, God. You're like, what do we got? What is that? Got the Call of Duty going. Got the Call of Duty thing. Did Did you say what? What's happening? <laughs> no, I went up. Seriously? In question my, mark? In my head, I'm like, oh, man. High maintenance much? <laughs> that drives me crazy when you're in the middle of like a, a war zone match and you get a text and you look at your phone and then as soon as you look at your phone, you get lit up and you're dead. <laughs> wow. Sometimes somebody needs emergency surgery, Bundus. Call of Duty is the most important thing. <laughs> so I'm thinking, oh, migraine. My wife gets these debilitating migraines. Oh, come on. What are you going to be? I got to go heat up your... Magic bag, <laughs> warming for you. Uh, anyway, she's keeled over on the bed with crazy abdominal pain. Uh-huh. And something we've never really experienced before. Did you know right away when you saw her that it was more than just something she ate? Well, I said, oh, do you have a migraine? She goes, no, I'm having like crazy pain in my like stomach and stuff, my abdomen. And uh, I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound good. Mm. And so I'm like, did you eat anything? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, it just started. And so it went from zero to 100 in about 20 minutes. Okay. And, uh, and I'm just like, we got to go to the hospital. This isn't right. You shouldn't be experiencing. like the, It wasn't coming in waves. It was just like this intense Constant? pain. Constant pain. And by the time we got to the hospital... So you guys decided to go to the hospital within 20 minutes? Within, uh, certainly, like, I was sitting with her for five minutes, and I was like, this, we got to go to the hospital. We got to see somebody. This is not good. And uh, she had been trying to deal with it. She was on business calls, and eventually she had to just, like, remove herself from all things work, working from home, and then go to the bedroom, and then that's when she texted me. So for her, it had been about 25 minutes or so, maybe okay. half an hour okay. before we left to go to the hospital. And by the time we got to the hospital, my wife was in, like, labor type of pain. Like screaming. She was saying, like, moaning and, um, you know, not screaming out loud, but, like, lots of, Ugh! like, okay. just, like, unbearable pain. She said it was like childbirth pain but constant it wasn't like cramping and then you'd get a A break break, and then it would come back it was non-stop and um, so luckily they let me in with her because she was in so much pain you know because some people I think they won't let you stick around once you go through the triage portion of arriving at the hospital when you were doing the triage did you feel like you did you tell Deb to amp it up a little bit I didn't have to you didn't have to. No, they could tell. Like she was, you know, when they ask you to describe the pain out of 10, like she was like a 9.9.9 out of 10. I don't know how it would be worse than what she was going through. 
And so they were trying to rush us into the next stage okay. of seeing a doctor. Right. And then while we're waiting for a doctor, they kind of bumped us up because she was like writhing. Okay. And uh, the nurse gave her a little bit of morphine, as much as she could give without there being a doctor present, mm-hmm. so prescribing it or whatever. It was having no effect on her. Oh, my God. And then it, the only effect was having is now she was becoming nauseous, too. So now she's like oh. sick and writhing in pain. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, it's the worst. And I'm helpless. I'm trying to, like, do something. There's nothing I can do but just be there beside her. Yeah. And uh, finally, you know, ta- it feels like forever. She's like, why is it taking so long? Like, yes. you know, she can't stand it. Uh-huh. And a doctor comes and he's prescribes more morphine thank god which pers- has like a bit of an effect but it's not taking away the pain completely still it was huh. that intense she could still feel it and then she's now getting sick more regularly because she's having a negative reaction to the morphine uh-huh. and um then we get you know he does a little like mini ultrasound thing and then they're like you got to go for a proper ultrasound and then that was inconclusive. Now, all of a sudden, we're in a hallway. She's on a bed. We're in, like, this busy section of the hospital. People are coming by. She's, like, feeling awful, writhing in pain still. 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 Uh, even though, and I'm, like, having to go up asking for more morphine, more something. Like, yes. it's, you know, it's, it's wearing off. Whatever yeah. was helping a little bit. It's, she'd get these little, like, it might help for 15 minutes, and then she needed more. Mm-hmm. And um, then they ask for a CT scan because the uh, ultrasound is inconclusive, Mm -hmm. but it's not normal to be in that much pain still, you know, with drugs and everything. Yeah. And uh, she can't do the CT scan because she's so sick. The CT scan, is that the thing where they put you in the tube? Sort of, yeah. I don't know how big the tube was. I wasn't allowed to go in, but it's one of those like tubular-ish things. Yes. And they want to do the abdomen and get a proper look at everything. Gotcha. And uh, at this point, we've been at the hospital for hours. Oh my God. And she's in this labor-like pain. Yeah. I've never seen her. I saw her give birth without an epidural before (laughs) it had kicked in for our second kid. This was worse. Oh my God. I'm like having it, and you know me with like throwing up and stuff i'm having to like bring these containers i'm in the hall she's getting sick in the hall i'm having to like dispose of them it was a nightmare then we finally get this section a spot in like this cubby if you will where they move the bed Mm -hmm. and then a surgeon comes down and says basically we've had a look at the ct scan uh we don't like what we see something's going on with her bowel like Mm -hmm. it's been kind of it's Aggravated. Okay. They don't know exactly what it is, but it requires emergency surgery to go in and look and see what it is. This is what we think it is, which is like an internal hernia, essentially like um, it's out of place. It's out of pl- it's the 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 small intestine is being pinched. Oh, gotcha. And so it's like a complete blockage. The blood flow is blocked. Everything is, Ugh. they don't know exactly why. They think it could be related to scar tissue because they know she's had her appendix out like some 20 years ago. Okay. And they go in. And so at this point, they have to go in. She has to be brought into emergency surgery. That's a pretty big head trip. When you go in, you don't even, you know, like earlier in the day, she was at work from home. Yeah. And now someone's saying, this has to be done now. Right. We don't have time for second opinions or anything like that. We're calling in the surgeon. They're on their way to the hospital. We're prepping the room. She's going in. That's when you turn to someone. If you're the sick person and say, see, I told you I was in pain. <laughs> I was not joking. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And crazy. I can't stay. Because of COVID. Because of COVID. 
they send me home. Yeah. And then I'm thinking like, you know, there's people complaining that they they have to wear a mask at a grocery store. Here, I can't be with my wife in this like horrible moment and yeah. be there for when the doctor comes out. Luckily, I go home. The doctor calls me after the surgery to brief me on what happened. And it turns out scar tissue as a result of the probably the earlier surgery. They don't know 100%, but that's what it probably is. Somehow like crept its way around her small intestine and strangled and it. Strangled it. They had to remove almost two feet of her uh, bowel and then do a resection and do all this stuff. And um, she's still in the hospital recovering. It went well. They expect, hope that she's going to make a full recovery. But I can't even go and spend the day with her. I have to book a one-hour block of time Mm -hmm. where I can go in and visit with her. Wow. Crazy. That's crazy. Couple things, though. Like What was crazy is that I was thinking what would have happened if I wasn't allowed into the emergency room, which would have been the case had it been April or May, mm-hmm. to have her just be sort of alone on a hospital bed in a hall in so much pain, you know, so sick. Mm-hmm. How could she have even looked after herself waiting for the next stage? Scary. How and, can you advocate for yourself? And you when need you're... to, when you, if you can be there with someone in a hospital, you got to have that because mm-hmm. you, they can't keep, they're so busy. They can't keep tabs on what's happening. And there nope. were times where I would go up and remind them she needs more pain medication now. Mm-hmm. And they were, they would do it. But had I not gone up, it would have been a longer period of time that would have transpired. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing that they can do that with medicine now. Like, what would have happened years ago? She would have died, probably. Piece of leather in the mouth <laughs> until she died. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. My husband doesn't have a large intestine. They remove the whole thing because of Crohn's and colitis. And I'm like, what would have, what, what would they have done years ago when they didn't even have this? Yeah, probably You would have been died. dead. Yeah, you'd die. It's a miracle. Or it's, it's a miracle that they were able to reattach this... Uh, put it know, together? Put it back together without her needing like a bag outside of her body. Yeah. I mean, how long has that technology been around? Who knows how long, but Not anyway. Not long. Uh, thank you to the staff who did the best they could. And thanks to the managed team. The team, the doctor who drove in, Dr. Joss, thanks, coming in from home. Yeah, in the middle of the night, I said right? to him yesterday, because I, I, I met the guy, he happened to come by when I was visiting with Deb, and, and uh, I said, hey, thanks for coming in last night. He goes, well, it'd be a completely different conversation today if I hadn't. And what would it have been? And then he walked out, and I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> Don't leave me hanging like that. What is that? Supposed- I said to Deb, if he comes back, follow up on that. Yeah, what does that mean? Would, it, would she? Yeah, would she have been How, dead? That two foot section that had basically died of her bowel would that have just been her whole like insides after a whole night I, of that sort of I, trauma? I, you know what? I guess so. Maybe. I guess so. Anyway, he saved her life. If you don't have your health. What do you have, What do you have? You got nothing. You got nothing. Go get yourself checked out if you feel something weird. Yeah, seriously. You really should. Man, I was was just enjoying a treat last night. You know, like, you forget about things that you love in life, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I got to get that. And then you start eating it, and you're like, this is the best little treat ever. (laughs) And I don't know if you guys even are aware of this. I discovered it maybe two years ago. Uh But if you ever order pizza from Domino's, you got to try the Cinestics with the icing. It oh is like, <laughs> it is one of the greatest things I've put in my mouth in my life. Mm-hmm. You just discovered that? Well, no, a couple of years ago, oh, okay. but I just, I forget about it sometimes. And, uh, my, you know, we don't often order from like, uh, 
from Domino's because my wife's gluten free, and and when you order gluten free pizza, there's very few people that make a good version of it. But my wife's in the hospital right now, and uh, so you're it's been kind of a crazy week. So yeah. I'm like, I'm going to order Domino's. Just get a big pie in, yeah. for the family, for sure. my daughters and I. They love it. I love it. And uh, I'm like, oh, I'm going Cinestics, and I was just eating them yesterday. Going, God, there's. It's hard to find a better treat? delicious treat than that. I'll tell you. That will push me over the edge when I pick a restaurant is if they have a great little dessert that I can get. Yeah. Now I'm ordering from you. Have you tried Cinestics? Have you tried the cinnamon sticks at uh, Domino's? Me? Yeah. No. Oh my God, you have to. I don't eat pizza really that's blasphemous like, okay. i just don't Still, you can't don't. be trusted if you don't eat pizza i don't like it yeah but your husband would uh, you should just order the cinestics how I'm thick are you. they are they thick yeah, how do they compare to like a churro a ch- oh it's different you can't compare the two is it chewy it's, it's like bread it's like breadish it's like the crust chewy. of the pizza it's l- lighter i think covered in cinnamon covered, My, and I'm then it crust. comes with this icing that you dip it into? Yeah. Oh my God, it's, it's heaven. It's like unreal. heaven. I'm just not like a crust person. Like if I'm going to have a pizza, I won't eat the crust. Yeah. So if I if you give me this crust it's rolled n- in cinnamon, yeah. forget about it. I'm not interested. I'd rather get a Cinnabon. No, nah, you got to try this. If you like Cinnabons or Cinnabons or whatever, mm-hmm. you got to try this. I'm going to bring cinnamon sticks in. I want to like force one down your mouth right now, just so you could try it. You're like, gonna I, force it. Well, down I, I my feel mouth. like <laughs> Becca just texted us, Tucker. I will eat the entire Cinestix box. Amazing. Yeah. How uh, big is the box? It's like a little uh, half moon. It comes. It's like a, how many say, sticks? Probably like a. It's like half a small pizza, and then cut it up into sticks. It's like the bread of the pizza, but it, I think it cooks differently. I don't mm, know. Yeah. Well, they deep fry it probably. I don't know if it's deep fried. Can you get wings at Domino's? Yeah. Well, then they're probably yeah, deep yeah. fried, so they got a deep fryer, so they're throwing the sticks in the deep fryer. I don't know if they are. Doesn't and, matter. And they dip it in the sauce? I then? could just, the icing they provide, I could just use a spoon with that. And Ugh, eat the, gross. Do you go Cinestix? You're a Cinestix guy, Bundes? Yeah. Okay. I love all that stuff, like the cheesy bread, cinnamon sticks, any extra thing that those pizza places offer, I'm oh, in. Oh, yeah. You dip into the dips. And I eh? dip. Oh, yeah. I dip so hard. Oh, yeah. My <laughs> husband dips, too. Oh. I find that gross. It's like dipping a slice of pizza that's already greasy into mayonnaise. <laughs> like, Whatever. Whatever's I around. I'll I, don't, I don't do that either. I'm not a pizza dipper, <laughs> but I am a cinnamon sticks man. Show some self-control. No! (laughs) Scott sent us a text. Yeah. He's like, next time you order from Domino's, get the chocolate lava cake. Holy, he says. It's the best. And Yvonne says the same thing. The lava cake is the way to go. Yeah. Who would have thought, eh? Desserts? That pizza, a pizza place would have such great desserts. Yeah. That's the secret to getting me to order from you is to have a yeah. nice treat at the end. But I'm, uh, you know, it's the pizza thing that's losing it for me. We'll get some interested. like uh, get a salad, get some, uh, <laughs> you know, boneless wings or whatever they call it. You know, the other stuff that they sell. Bonds Your husband likes a pie. You got to try it, Maura. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get sent a six tonight, guys. Yeah. So you guys are getting so worked up about smoke the some sticks. Weed, smoke some weed. Those cinnamon sticks will be like the greatest thing you've ever put in your mouth in your well, life. anything's the greatest thing <laughs> I, I ever put in my mouth. But I'm, I'm telling you. Smoking weed. Now but, but, we're in a different category. I, I almost want to order some for you. I mean, you just may get a knock at your door <laughs> and it'll be like the just, Domino's guy yeah. with a thing full of cinnamon sticks. Wow. Can't believe you've never tried them. No. You need to Google a picture and just look at it and then feel your mouth start I don't watering. think it'll do it justice. I don't think it'll do it How justice. How much icing are they giving you in the little dip it's, thing? It's like a pizza dip size, you know, like the dip when you order the dip. It's about that size. So you run out of it. No. No. It's pretty good. How thick you can, are these uh, you can, It'll sticks. come warm. You can drizzle it on if you want or you can let it kind of cool a bit and then go stick right in. How what? How thick are the sticks? Are they finger thick or are they like... Thicker. Yeah. Two fingers, yeah. like that, probably. Yeah, it's ah. too thick. Well, you could cut it smaller. <laughs> too thick. <laughs> it's too thick. I don't want too much bread in uh, my mouth. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well... Uh, you know? You're missing out. If you've tried them and you enjoy them, convince more on text. Can't avoid it. You got to get them every time? Got to get them. If I'm ordering from there, every time. Every time. Tom... Doesn't like pizza. He's on. He's with you, Mara, which is insane to My me. My brother. Yep. What about worst thing you could ever think of to make, especially when you get fed it too many times. Mm. Pizza. So did you did you get to a point where you became sick of it, or have you always just not really been interested in the pizza pie? I just got sick of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's insane to me. Like, you you uh, take a survey of everyone and say, if you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, pizza wins every single time. Pasta might be second to pizza. Uh, Bundus, okay. uh, if, if you said that to Bundus in person, he'd probably punch you in the head. Uh, that guy would it'd be fighting words. I can't be friends with somebody who doesn't like pizza. I can't trust you. What? Like, it's the greatest tasting thing ever. And not to mention, you get like it's 10 bucks and you get a pie, and that pie will serve you for the whole day, breakfast and dinner. Yeah, You're word. good to go with one pie, 10 bucks. Bondis, this is a man who eats pepperettes and thinks he's having a real meal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, you do yeah. not have a very sophisticated That's palate. True. I'm That's sorry, Bondis, but you don't. You've <laughs> never eaten any other cuisine other than pizza and burgers, so please. And steaks and stuff. What yeah. else do you need? Yeah. It's all the goods right there. <laughs> Tom, uh, just to get an idea, what else don't you like? Uh, there's not really much I don't like. Just pizza. That's so weird. And it's just because you're sick of it, though. So there was a time where you liked it. Jamie just texted us and said, how can you get sick of pizza when there's so many different options? That's right. Different you can crusts. create different uh, different you, flavors with different toppings, I guess. You get ch- you get tired of the chains. You go to the, like, the, the custom places where the dough's a little different, mm-hmm. and they, maybe they serve it more like a real Italian style with like blobs of cheese instead of just covered in cheese. There's so many different I ways. Used to, I used to love Chicago-style pizza. Yeah, that's the uh, deep dish, Is right? that deep dish? Yeah. Yeah, after getting fed it too many times in a row, it just got, no, no, thank you. God, right now, I could eat pizza right now. All this talk <laughs> of it has made me so hungry. Okay, Maura's not alone on this one. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. She doesn't care for pizza? Not Neither a fan. does Tom. All right, appreciate it. I got Vikram on the line as well. Can't believe this. Vikram? Does this, like, blow your mind? Yeah, well, I mean, like, 
Every single friend I have loves pizza, and it's one thing that we all really get along on. <laughs> yeah. Usually when you're deciding things to eat, it's usually pizza is where we end up at. Yeah, yeah, Could you yeah. imagine being with all your friends and Mora, <laughs> and you're trying to figure out what to order, and you're like, everyone good with a pie? And they're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mora's like, actually, I don't really like pizza. Can we get some escargot? Escargot! Would you, guys, would you guys be up for ordering in some bone marrow instead? <laughs> No, we won't be calling you back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Be like, get rid of this. I'm sorry, guys. I'm just not into the. I'm not into it, Vikram. Okay. I, what can I say? No, no, no problem. I mean, if that's up to you, but uh, still. She's never even tried Cinestics with the icing that they provide at Domino's. That, I mean, it I, sounds I, lame. I'm starting to think I can't trust Mora as well. I'm with Wendis on this one. She can't be trusted. Vikram? Sad. It's really sad, eh? Vikram, okay. you can hang with Bundes and I any day. <laughs> yeah, hey, Ben, I'm gonna like. Uh, I'm sorry, Mora. <laughs> yeah, Tom and what? Mora can go have a party on their own. Yeah, we'll be. Uh, well, I mean, I love your show. I listen to it every day. Um, I mean, I. But I you may you may much. stop listening now, right? <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm a bit iffy about it, but you know, Professor <laughs> Bundes really keeps it going, and uh, I mean, Tucker. <laughs> Yeah, yeah Mora, right. it's tough to say. Yeah. Mora, yeah. Mora's the weak link She's now. She's a bit weird, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Vikram, thanks for uh, weighing in on this. Yeah, people are shocked at Mora not into pizza. Yes. It sounds crazy. Kevin wanted to weigh in. What's up, man? How can you not like pizza? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm just texting Adam right now about this, too, who texted the show, and he's, like, saying there must be something wrong with me. I've just never had a pizza pie that's blown my mind. It's all kind of... <sighs> You know, I've never had a pizza that's like, oh, I gotta have that again. That was amazing. It just doesn't do anything for me. That is me. so insane. Whereas burgers, I've had burgers that have blown my mind. Uh, yeah. pizza for everybody. If you're vegan, you can get a pizza without any cheese. If you're you know, celiac, you can get a pizza that's uh, gluten-free. Pizza is for everybody. That's part of the recipe for disaster, though, because if I think you have, if you have something that can be for everyone, then it's actually kind of for no one at the same time. It's watered oh, down. No, because you can pick and choose what kind of pie you want. You know, deep dish, thin crust. Uh, you want to go authentic, like really, like rolled out, cooked on a wood fire crust. Like there's. Super thin, greasy, New York-style pizza. Oh. Nothing beats it. No. Four in the morning, you got nowhere to go. You're lost in the middle of the street, and the pizza place is still open. Hands down, you're getting that Oh, pizza. my God. Preach, brother. This guy's speaking my yeah. religion. Oh, yeah, great. I get you're... to eat a pizza that was cooked four hours ago. That no. Nuke in a no, they don't do it that way. You're so ignorant. You're so <laughs> ignorant about pizza. It's not the healthiest food in the world. I give you that, mm -hmm. you know, lots of carbs, stuff. But if you're going to eat a burger, you're taking the bread in there anyway. Maybe so. that's my thing. Like, if I'm going to have that many calories, I'd rather have a cheeseburger with bacon on it. Why don't you get a cheeseburger pizza? Cheeseburger pizza <laughs> with bacon. Oh, you could build a burger and then cut it up, throw it on a pizza, and it'll be better. Yeah, I'd rather eat it in sandwich form. I'm sorry. Roll you your pizza, pizza up. You can eat your pizza and sandwich from. I do that all the time. Yeah, like a I squish calzone. it. Yeah, I turn it into like a little homemade calzone. You know, I had like yeah. an authentic what? calzone with this Italian guy once. I was in the bathroom for like four days afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. It's just not my jam. Yeah. Take two slices of pizza, put them together. Now you got a pizza sandwich. Yeah, I mean the greatest.
Hey. Take two slices of pizza and shove it. <laughs> <laughs> shove it in your mouth so you can't talk about this anymore. I used to be team Mora, not after today. Yeah. Oh. I know. I know. All right. I don't blame you. Thanks a lot, guys. You make my morning every day. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it, Kevin. We just got a text from Dylan. Mm. Mora, I'm a big fan of cinnamon rolls and pastries. Uh, of that nature, but they are hyping up Cinestix way too much. They're tasty, but nothing special, and they're actually kind of dry. Dry? Ah, that guy lives too far away from his Domino's location. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> What's going on, Martin? Well, I want to know what happened with uh, the bros across from Bundes' house. You know, I know oh. you had the altercation with their. You with want a bro there. update? <laughs> Well, was there a bro off? Oh yeah, good good point. So Bundes, if you missed uh, Friday's show, Bundes was upset with his uh, neighbors because they were throwing a Thursday night football party that went until basically it ended when you came into work, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. On my way out the door to work, the bros were saying goodbye to each other, and then we ended up in the elevator taking a ride down. Where I had some words with one of the bros. Yeah. Yes. There were no bro hugs. There was no bro hugs, no bro fists. It was just... Yeah, you told him off. I told him off pretty hard. And I, you kept me up all night, and now I have to go to work. Yeah, so update. Uh, any awkward uh, encounters this weekend? Well, I decided, because of the noise um, from the bros, I thought, you know what? Let's put some weather stripping around the door. Let's try and soundproof this up a little Whoa. bit. Oh. That seems like a dad move. It was a total dad move. <laughs> Very dad. I'll show them by putting some weather stripping <laughs> around my front door. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was just I was just looking for anything to kind of like like baffle the sound a bit. Sure. Um yeah. so yesterday I'm putting it in and I got the door open as I'm trying to put this foam in on the door sill and Sure enough, the bro that lives across the hall, the head bro, the head bro, um, comes up the elevator and starts walking down the hallway. And I see him, and he looks at me, and I look at him, and we just kind of stare at each other. There's no head nod, just like a cold stare. Not even a <laughs> no, no. So we have this cold stare off, and he kind of walks by, opens his door while I'm while I'm doing my install. As soon as he gets in, he proceeds to blast hip-hop music like really really loud oh. you know and, and it just felt like he was trying to send a message to me oh 100 <laughs> percent. you know like i don't care what you think yeah. i'm gonna do this on purpose just to bother you, you think i care that you were upset the other night i'm gonna pay i'm gonna just let you know i don't care uh-huh. so here's some music for you to suck on <laughs> do you think he knows what the weather stripping was for no i don't know to be honest with you i'm not sure he, i he proceeded to smoke like a big blunt in his apartment uh, after that as well so i yeah. you know and i got that nice waft which also the weather stripping helps with too <laughs> all yes. of a sudden there's no more backdraft coming from the hallway which is nice too but um i i feel like me and buddy are gonna get in an altercation real soon like i feel like it's it's heading to that yeah he's trying to like he's puffing his chest out and i'm puffing don't mine go out. to jail over this dude though like what do you no verbal <laughs> verbal confrontation set up a camera if you do and make him you know instigate I'm not worried about you holding your own against this guy. I just would hate to see you end up in like legal trouble because of it. I don't want that either. What? What you got to say to him? When uh, you know when people always say, "Oh, you don't know who I know," or stuff like that, I'd be like, "I'm the guy they're talking about." 
I'm oh, the guy. Yeah. I'm the guy. You know when someone says, I know a guy who look after this for me? Yeah. I'm that guy. Yeah. I'm the fixer. Yeah. 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 I'm just going to let you know something. You talk, and you got to do it like in a Liam Neeson, calm, cool, like just warning him. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You know? Yes. Like, Har- Harvey like you may not know me. Uh, you guy. may not know my backstory, but you've heard of me. Mm-hmm. And... And, you know, be like, what are you talking about? Well, you know that person that everybody knows that can take care of stuff when it goes down? I'm the guy. But wait, is that not kind of like a threat? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, it's not really a threat because you're just saying, I'm oh. the guy. I'm the guy. It's like a promise that if you keep this behavior yes. up, Whoa. I'm going to fix it. Oh, yeah, he's going to fix it. How okay. he fixes it? Well, he might just place a call to the condo board. <laughs> you know? It may not involve fighting, but it'll get fixed. It'll get fixed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Martin. I don't, I don't make. I don't make threats. I make promises. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. It. I like that. That's good. I like that, Martin. Good strategy. Thanks, guys. I don't make threats, mm-hmm. but I do make phone calls to the condo board. <laughs> Hi. This is Bundus up in 905. Got a problem with the guy at 907. It would be more like he's whispering. There's the guy in the neighbor is scaring me. Please send help. Uh, I think the answer is it's time to buy a house. <laughs> it might be to get out of a condo building. One third of us have lied to our partner about this one thing. Are you guilty of this? Yeah, what is that? What do you guys think it is? What are we lying to our partner about? Oh Everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> be easier if you ask us what we aren't what's lying the big, about. Why, what's the big discussion that you have and the big lie that you probably tell? And it's probably a good thing. Oh, uh, well, like how, uh, how often that you're performing solo? <laughs> no. Okay. Who has that discussion? I don't know. You meet somebody new, and it always inevitably oh, comes up. Yeah. What's your number? Oh. Never answer that question. Good. Nothing good comes from answering no. that question. No. Do you know your number, Bundes? No. Yeah, too many, right? <laughs> you lose track <laughs> after a while. Do you know your number, Mora? No, no. I don't keep count. I don't keep track. Not because it's been so great, but I also feel like why? Why keep track? Yeah. And also, you know what? I'm pleased to say. When I met my husband, it was the first boyfriend that we just didn't ask. I don't really care. I don't want to know his number. He doesn't want to know mine. That's all in the past, you know? When you go down that road and start asking numbers and comparing, I, I, I think it's dangerous territory. Yeah, because well, it, it puts an idea in your head, right? Like, yeah. if you don't know, then, like, you can make up whatever story you want in your head about the person you're dating. But as soon as you know, you know, that number could be... I don't know, 10, it could be 20, it could be 100, right? Mm-hmm. Like, who knows? But as soon as you know that, then you start wondering, like, well, who was that person? Yeah. And every person that they know in their life that they talk to, you're like, oh, was is that, the, is is that, that one of the 10 <laughs> or is that one of the 50 or 100 or whatever? Yeah, yeah. You don't need to know that. Stuff. Plus, if you don't know the number, it allows you to lie. Yes. If you know the number, you can't be like, then you're flat out lying. Yes. Um, I also find, I knew this guy who was like, you know, he carried himself around like he was a legend, mm-hmm. and apparently he had slept with a hundred women, and it was the hundredth woman that he married. And just because uh, it was a hundred, I, I th- anyways, they're <laughs> divorced now, you know. The, the, and it was, I think, it was her first partner, and they're divorced now. But mm. I think it was because he attached something to the triple digit, 
once I sleep with 100 women, then that's definitely going to be the one. You know, there was some sort of buildup involved to that. I'm less than, I, I'm, uh, I only need two hands. I'm trying to figure out what my number is right now. <laughs> Single digits. Yeah, I mean, you say the number, are you going to disappoint them? It could be too high, too low. I mean, it's never perfect, right? It's never perfect. So, so when did you lose track? <laughs> that's, uh, again, the, the answer to so that is, is a- <laughs> it's never perfect. It's never perfect. The People are afraid that uh, you're going to get judged. Men are twice as likely more to lie than a woman is. Um, the most Un- uncomfortable sexual topic would be the number of sexual partners. Past sexual experiences is in there, sexual fantasies, kinks, and what you could do to improve your performance in bed is also a discussion that people yeah. have a lot of trouble having. Do you, what, do you, what do you think, Bundes, when you hear that my number is single digits? I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, man. Sure. I, I think that's totally fine. Like if you, as long as you feel fulfilled in your life, then what does it matter how many people you slept with, right? Like if you're getting what you need from, from, from your wife, then what does it matter if you, you don't need a hundred more to find that like yes. one, right? Yes. As soon as you get the right one, it's the right one. Right. Well said, Bundes. Do you feel fulfilled? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't mind if there are five more in there, but- <laughs> but too late just, for that now just one more hand right just one more hand just so i can incorporate my feet when i'm doing the calculation <laughs> can you believe bonus has had real encounters with ghosts i'm not surprised this is a guy who's in touch with uh, spirits you know makes mm. perfect sense to me i want to believe in ghosts because i want to believe there's something else after, you know, life as we know it. Yeah. So it would be comforting for me to believe it. I'm just not 100% sold. It's not that I don't think it could be possible. You just think you're going to die and that's it? Well, I don't know what it, what is at the end of this whole trip. Uh-huh. I hope that's not the case. Give me some faith here, Bundus. <laughs> Fill me in. Because I've never known you to be somebody who would lie about something. So if you tell me you think you saw a ghost, I'm going to believe you. I don't know what ghosts are exactly or like what the manifestation of energy kind of does. If these like if it's just a a different, you know, spectrum of light that we can't see with our eyes, but these energy forms are living it, whatever it is, this is what happened to me. So I had this friend, her name is Jessica, and we got into like topics of of spirituality and ghosts and that kind of stuff. We're just like chatting. Anyway, we're, we're going to meet up, and she recommends this one particular kind of cafe bar um, to, to go to. I don't remember the name of it, but I remember it was like Bloor and Keel Street area mm-hmm. in downtown Toronto. So we go to this, the, we go to this cafe, and um, the moment I walk in, I kind of just sense something. It's, it's really quiet in there, and there's just this like, I don't know how to describe it, this air in the room, this, this, this feeling. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're sitting down... Um, and we're having a conversation and out of the corner of my eye, there's this like, um, this lamp that's over top of the bar, but I'm sitting adjacent to it. So I, I can't actually see it from where I'm sitting. Mm-hmm. I can just see the shadow of it on the wall in front of me. Mm-hmm. On the shadow, I, I, I noticed that there's two children on either side of the lampshades and it's shaking back and forth like they're swinging on it. Oh my God, I'm getting shivers. 
So really? I, I'm not at all. I'm <laughs> waiting for this. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, so you're seeing this in the shadow. I'm seeing the you, shadow. I'm seeing two children on either side of this lampshade and they're swinging it back and forth. They're so playing I, with it. But the light isn't actually moving. So I, yeah, I kind of move forward and look to my left, like around the end of the bar just to see the actual light itself. And it's dead still. But then I look back at the shadow and there's the two kids swinging on this thing. And I look back. It's still dead still. Oh my God. Anyway, so... I'm like, what's up with that? And I can see this look on my friend's face because my friend is really in touch with spirituality. Yes. And I guess she was trying to see how how aware I was. That's why she brought me to this particular cafe. <laughs> so uh, I'm asking her questions about this this place that we're sitting at, and like, what is it that I'm seeing here? And as I'm talking to her, I notice that she's not looking at me. She's looking in my direction, but she's looking over my shoulder. She's not looking in my eyes. <laughs> I have shivers running through my whole body right now, for real. Okay. Okay. I'm over here now. Look over here. <laughs> okay, so she's looking like almost through you. It's almost through me, like over my shoulder, something behind me while I'm talking to her. And then I, and I realize, and it dawns on me, and I'm like, there's someone standing right behind me, isn't there? And then she kind of just like nods her head at me while still looking over my shoulder. Oh, my God. And then I could see this person in my mind's eye. I don't know how to explain it, but like I could see this man holding a briefcase in like a tweed suit, looked like he was from the 1940s or 50s. Uh-huh. And as I'm describing what I'm seeing in my head to her. She's like, that's it. She that's- just kind of like is nodding her head. And then all of a sudden, I remember... Um, Eurythmic Sweet Dreams was playing on the radio in the in the cafe. Uh-huh. And as I'm describing this to her, and all of a sudden, as I'm describing what I'm seeing uh, to her, yes, he touches me on my shoulder, <laughs> and and I go completely cold, like like the shiver just ran through my spine. And soon as that happened. Mid song, the it sounded like a radio turn, and you ain't nothing but a hound dog crying all the time. Just switched mid song. Was just it like, Elvis Presley? Elvis Presley. It just it was the weirdest <laughs> thing, man. It just switched. Oh, oh wow, it switched. Yeah. And then did you look behind the bar and somebody was switching the song or no? No, just no, happened. It just, it just switched and then it kind of and it went back to to Eurythmics. It, okay, it, it was the oddest thing. I don't know how to. To this day, I, I don't understand what happened oh. there. Brittany just just texted us 1-800-953-2464. She says, was Bundus in The Shining? Mm. The children, right? The creepy kids? Oh, yeah, yeah. Kids. The old bartender that would serve him up drinks. It was dead. Yeah, not existent. I believe you, man. Okay. Did you end up hooking up with uh, this woman? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go back to my house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get to the real point of the story. Uh, uh, no, I didn't actually. Oh. I didn't sleep with her. Okay. I was sleeping with her friend. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. You put a 60-second time limit on ghost stories. They become so much more interesting. Get yes. right down to the goods. Yes. You know, follow-up questions. Mm-hmm. Take as much time as you want, but just give me the details, the bare bones, you uh-huh, know? Uh-huh. Uh, Brad, do you have a ghost story that you can squeeze into 60 seconds? Possibly, but I, I don't know what 
this was all about. Uh, whether it was a ghost or not, but it, nothing made sense to me on this mm. whole situation. Okay, give us uh, details. Your time starts right now. Well, when my first daughter was born, somebody had given her this big bird doll that when you touched his hands together, it said, patty cake, patty cake, baker's men. And when you did it again, it did the rest of it. You know, bake me a cake as fast as you can. One night, I'm going to bed. I shut the lights off, and all of a sudden, I hear from the living room, patty cake, patty cake, baker's men. So I walk out, and the big bird is just sitting there. Oh, my I'm God. like, all right, that was weird. Thought nothing of it. Next night, went to bed, the exact same thing. Oh. It happened four nights in a row, and I just went cold. This thing just kept saying, patty cake, patty cake, baker's men, when I shut the lights <laughs> off. When it was, I, I think it had to be something electrical, but I don't know. But it scared the crap out of me. Well, did you, was it a plug-in toy or did it have a battery? No, no, it was just sitting on the couch. Yeah, that's one of those things, like, you're probably like me. You're trying to find the logic and what could have possibly yeah, triggered well, that device. Shorting, shorting is it like the remote control of the TV somehow is sending a signal to it? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. well, it was always as I shut, right, right when I shut the final light off and the house went dark. Patty cake, patty cake, <gasps> baker's man. Oh, my God. Where four, is four, the bird four now? Four nights in a row. Where's the bird? Four nights in a row. Uh, we got rid of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no surprise there. Uh, it, 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 it might be haunting somebody else now. I don't know, but it's no longer in my house. Bake me a cake was... as fast as you can. Yeah. Please tell me that, like, two years later, you opened the front door and it was just sitting there. <laughs> It's like that whole stupid thing about Ouija boards. You can't throw yeah, them out. Waiting. I'm still waiting for it. I'm always ready. It's peek around the corner. Oh, there's Big Bird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, that's my story. Thanks for sending a chill up Mora's spine. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. Wow. Crazy. I'm getting so many texts. Chantal says that her backyard opens up to a park. Mm -hmm. And around 2 a.m., my hubby and I uh, were in bed and he wakes me up and he says there's a little girl swinging on the swing in the backyard crying. So I got up and I walked over to her and I asked her if she was okay. And she got off the swing and started to walk away. And I turned around to my hubby who was at the gate and he screamed, where did she go? I turned around and she was gone. I literally turned my head and she was gone. Mm. Oh, hang on a second. Somebody at the door, guys. See who's there. It's Big Bird! (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything more terrifying than this? What I mean. It starts out like an A word, because anyone can see. <laughs> this is a haunting. It's yeah. <laughs> it gets awful weird on me. Oh, wow. Nice. I, you know, I want to know how much time it took me to get that organized. <laughs> I saw you working I, I, did, I didn't even hear that whole text. I uh, Something about a kid on a swing. It was horrifying. <laughs> Trying to set up a stupid big bird joke. I'm so glad you did, too. Yeah. It was definitely worth it. What's that out of ten? Uh, I'd give Two? that a three. Three. Okay, that's better three. than I felt like it was. <laughs> I would have said that'd be a two. Anyway. Thanks for that text. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Chantel. I filmed uh, Maura this morning playing the air drums along to Sean Mendes' new song. <laughs> Which I like to do during yeah. that song at the end because it gets to that epic buildup, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And now Maura's suggesting that people think that she's a real drummer. Yes. Somebody hit me up and said, let's... <laughs>
Somebody but hit me up like and said, we should, we should drum together sometime. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. people think I'm pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, pretty good. it's pretty good. Check it out at Maura Grierson on Instagram and let me know if you want to, you know, jam sometime. Yeah, I'm available. If you play the air guitar, she's also uh, looking for an air vocalist <laughs> and an air bassist for her air band. <laughs> So Have you ever seen somebody do the air drums before? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, of course. I air drum all the time. Pretty sure I invented it. Pretty sure I invented it, guys. If I was air drumming, I'd actually be on time oh. with the actual drums <laughs> that are happening. <gasps> what? And not uh, almost a second off. If we played, it almost looks like there's a delay from when you're hearing it to like when... Uh, there's You're a slight it. delay. I would definitely say that <laughs> if Tucker and I were battling in an air drum competition, yeah. I would win. I don't know if I would beat Bundus, but I definitely oh, would you beat think? you. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's a throwdown challenge there. That's a challenge. I, I think the only thing to do now is film Tucker doing his yes. d- air drum to Shawn Mendes' Wonder, and then we let the people vote. We that's let the what we're going to have to do. Okay. We're going to have to do that. <laughs> But based on what? That video that you've got there? No, I'm, that was, I, I might oh, make it better. Oh, you want to re-record it? I might make oh, it better. Oh, yeah. If that's okay. So what, are you scared? Yeah. Right. Oh, hang on. Oh, God. There's somebody at the door. <laughs> oh, it's the ghost of uh, Mora's future <laughs> after having lost the drum off to Tucker. And look, she's crying. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Could someone take the doorbell sound effect away from him, please? Because this is getting stupid. (laughs) Oh, Oh, God. Wait a second. Somebody else is at the door. Oh, it's a whining, crying baby. It's the ghost of Morris past. You just can't take it, man. I just can't believe that you don't think I would be as good at you at something so stupid as the airdrops. Like, what a stupid Bundus. thing. Bundus. Who's yeah. going to be better at the airdrops? Who's going to be better? I don't know, Mar. You did have, like, a lot of, like, oomph and, and like, spunk to the way you were hitting those drums. The you hair? Know? Like the hair, and you were, like, looking you were sideways. Cuter. You yeah. were cuter than all look. I can actually play the drums a little bit. Oh, you're a liar. You're such a liar. I can. <laughs> You know what? You can put what? a drum kit here, and I would do a better job at the real drums. I can you. actually play the drums a little bit as well. Let me tell uh, you that. Listen, you think you can play the trumpet? Oh, hang on. There's somebody oh, at the door. God. Oh, wait. It's somebody who cares. <laughs> Come on in, because I'm in a room full of people who don't. All right. All right. Are you done? You think all, you can... all I thought we were doing there was just giving a little plug for your little video there <laughs> yeah, next on thing I know, social media. By the way, you think you can play the eardrums mm-hmm. better than me? No, I just <laughs> yeah. Well, it's true. That wasn't my point in bringing it up. It's just that you seem to be holding yourself to a pretty high. Uh, I'm pretty good. Standard. People of... are DMing me asking if I want to jam. <laughs> they think I can actually play the drums. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Oh, wait, it's a whole bunch of people. It's, uh, oh my God, it's the guys from Van Halen who are still alive looking to see if you want to join their new version of the band without Eddie. Weird. I'll think about it, guys. I got a day job right now, but I'll think about it. Maybe Shawn Mendes could use you. Hey, I tagged him in the video. I'll let you know if he reaches out. (laughs) What are the chances that that Shawn Mendes? Is it Shawn? Nope, it's no. not. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Of course.
course it is. It's Scott Hellman uh, uh, looking for a drummer. <laughs> Scott Hellman, talented local musician. Oh, right. oh, wait. Marianna's Trench is behind <laughs> Scott. They're looking for a drummer, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Not Sean Mendes. Right. Okay. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Wasn't talking to you. Just <laughs> talking to the people at the door. Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the ring.